go. Sit back, relax for your edumacation. Hakuna and Orifice are the new sensation. Saying dumb shit and talking queer media. Famous on Tyler Perry social media. Just a couple of gem girls and we say what we please. Welcome to our world, the immortal frenemies. Hello and welcome, or should we say we're charmed you've decided to join us for yet another episode of the Gem Girl slash Immortal Frenemies slash Wendy Williams pod <laughs> power hour slash whatever the hell we are. The podcast that's constantly in a state of death and rebirth, much like the horn god himself, which is a witchcraft reference that will make a little bit more thematic sense in a second. I am the shrine maiden to the horny god. Hakuna Matitis. And I am the tripart bitch goddess of doom known as Orifice Jones. And we, like the Flaming Phoenix, are rising from the ashes of the fiery train wreck mm -hmm. that was our latest pivot into covering Wendy Williams. Yep. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, listen, we're just going to say it. We're, it was a fiery train wreck. Anyways, we're now turning our collective eyeballs <laughs> towards a show featuring equally strong women, if not more mentally stable, sorry, Wendy, uh, that is the long-running show all about three witchsters, and obviously that means sisters who are witches, yeah, obviously. and obviously I am talking about the show Charmed. Yeah. The power of three will set you free. Yeah, baby. Maybe third time's a charm with this rebrand? Regard and maybe probably not. <laughs> Regardless, we're entering our charm offensive era and hoping, hoping, hoping. <laughs> that's like a hose opening. A hoping. <laughs> oh. That's not good. No, but I like it regardless. Yeah, exactly. You gotta hit her in the opening. Um, anyway, we're hoping the show works like a charm with our random ravings and general stupidity. Charmed, for those who don't know, follows a trio of sisters, the Hallowell sisters, aka the Charmed Ones, who are fated to be the most powerful force against evil ever to exist. And yet they still can't hold down a damn man. Mm -mm. Hell no. <laughs> Can't hold down, can't hold a man down, or can't hold down a man. Can't hold down a man. Can't hold a man down. Yeah, man it, down. Oh. Man down, man down. Yeah, well, these <laughs> bitches, they they can't get many men down. No, no, no. Okay, not actually, but kind of. Um, pretty sure male love interests have a tendency to die or be evil in this show, right? That was shown in this uh, episode, at least. Yeah, definitely in this episode, and I'm pretty sure throughout the series, which I've always enjoyed, because that's the only way I end my relationships, which is by death or betrayal. Uh, it's <laughs> the only healthy way to really get over someone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sensible advice. Charmed originally premiered on October 7th, which is witch season. It's, it's Halloween season. Yes. October 7th, 1998, on the WB, which is now the CW, I think. Yes. Uh, and the inaugural episode, dubbed Something Wicca This Way Comes, which we will be talking about today, broke the network's record for highest rated debut at 7.7 wow. 7 million viewers, which I think by today's standards, because I think cable news doesn't get, like, millions of people anymore. That's like a big, that would be like a lot of people for nowadays, I think. I don't know. I, th I don't, I have no idea, dude. I have no idea. I don't really, don't, I don't follow the Nielsen's ratings very often. Well, maybe, um, maybe, like, no one's watching the WB network. Like, was it ever that big a network? I feel like I watched well, Springer on, on I mean, WB. dude, Buffy was on WB. Bitches oh, watched Buffy enough. all the time. Uh, and so in same with Charmed. So, I remember they made this joke in BoJack Horseman one, one month. Wow, I can speak. 
they made this joke in BoJack Horseman one time because it was like a flashback scene to when he had his 90s sitcom. And the showrunner was talking, saying how, like, you know, uh, opening night got, like, 20 million viewers, which is abysmal by today's standards, or something to that effect, basically saying how back in the day when there wasn't any streaming services or the internet and only a finite number of kind of cable channels, the ratings used to be, like, much higher, mm. uh, as opposed to today's standards. Um, anyways, that segue into TV history notwithstanding, Charmed. <laughs> Went on to air for eight full seasons, each with I think like twenty three episodes. That's a lot of. That's a lot of seasons. It's a fucking lot of television, uh, and it was before motherfucking Desperate Housewives ruined it. The longest running hour long television series with an all female lead cast. I think this show is better than Desperate Housewives. Oh, definitely. Desperate Housewives didn't do anything new. At least Charmed was. I'm going to say pushing the envelope, but not in the ways you always want. Interesting. I don't have that strong a recollection of the show, so I'm curious to see what my feelings will be over time about that. Um, Yeah, there's only one way to find out. Yeah, we'll just keep watching a fucking, like, eight-season show. Yeah, uh... Which are each hour-long episodes, too. So maybe we'll be here for, like, four hours talking about it. <laughs> four hours a time each time in, like, seven years in total. Exactly, exactly. And seven years later. Um, but before we get into the episode, what is your familiarity with, like, witch stuff in the 90s? Um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. True! I wasn't even going to use that example, but go on. Um, I mean, what example... What other example were you going to use? So, I'm sure Sabrina the Teenage Witch was likely born out of this as well. When did Sabrina the Teenage Witch premiere? Anyways, so Charm, at least specifically, was born out of the... Oh, interesting, 1996, September 27th. Yeah. Um, Because the craft and, to a lesser extent, practical magic really did lead to kind of a resurgence into witch stuff. Mm. Um, Because since, I think, I feel like Bewitched before it, there had been no mainstream media that, like, dealt with, like, a witch character and the hijinks that are involved with magical shit. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, (laughs) late 90s, we saw a lot of witch stuff. Charmed was kind of created... Out of a studio desire to be like, oh, we want a, like, you know, a a strong female lead show. And this witch stuff is pretty, uh, the kids are into it these days, so let's do that. And one of the showrunners that they tapped on to um, develop the show initially apparently resisted that idea. Because her conception of witches were, I guess, you know, witches with warts and on broomsticks and cackling and yada yada yada. But then she did more research into modern-day Wiccanism, which mm-hmm. is a little bit more what um, the craft, and to a degree practical magic, are a little bit more based off of. And then she was like, oh, okay, now I'm more down to do this. And, um, yeah, Charmed was born. I uh, I love it. Thank you for the history education lesson. Yeah, the education is the education station because we can't legally call them lessons. Remember that? Um, the only other factoid I wanted to bring out because this is like my dream job. Charmed is the only show that had a licensed 
fully bonded demonologist uh, on staff, and he was brought on as like kind of a writing consultant to make sure you know the demons are behaving in a certain way, or like all the occult shit is you know uh, in line with historical standards. I do have some issues with the broader depictions of certain things, but Charmed has been celebrated for its relatively um, nuanced, I mean, nuanced is maybe too large of, a, large of a word, positive depiction of most Wiccan behavior. And I think it's cool that they had a in-house demonologist consultant. I love it. I want to be a in-house demonologist consultant and an outhouse Honestly, demonologist dude? consultant yeah i'll make home visits uh also in an, out, in, in, a, <laughs> in an outhouse because i feel like i'm a demonology consultant for free already um yeah sure i believe it honestly dude, if you had a question about demons i could probably give you a pretty informed answer i don't even know how to answer how to ask a question about demons <laughs> that's how demon free my life is well, listen, let's get demonic with it and get into this episode because... Yes. I do want to the... mention first, because we didn't mm-hmm. talk about this before, um, the stars of the show. Mm. So Shannon Doherty, of course, of Holly Mary yeah. Combs, and Alyssa Milano. So Shannon Doherty play uh, Prue. Uh, yeah, the head bitch in charge. Yeah, Hallowell. Holly Marie Combs, Piper Hallowell, and Phoebe is... No, sorry. Alyssa Milano is Phoebe. Apparently, Alyssa Milano wasn't in the original, like, 28-minute unaired pilot uh, with some other bitch whose name escapes me now. But then she was brought on for the official uh, premiere after it got picked up. Nice. I think she's yeah. good. I actually, Phoebe is cool. Dude, Phoebe is pretty great. The only one that you hate is Prue, because Prue's, yeah, like, Prue the worst. Prue is such a prude. She's just exactly. like a wet blanket. She really is. And it's... I mean, maybe not a shame, but it's one of those things where Shannon Doherty, she's like a really nice smile, and the few times that Prue does smile, you're a little bit like, yo, Prue, why don't you relax sometimes? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, she's a really uptight bitch. Uh, but anyway, really to, get into, to get into this episode, uh, we basically open with a murder. Um, right, right. We got some random... It's, like, it's a pretty spooky opening, and I kind of appreciated how this episode was almost framed kind of very horror movie style. Um, this opening scene, it's an opening kill, essentially. We have some solo witch doing some vague chanting, and then a guy or a, a figure appears behind her that she seemingly knows that then stabs her uh, to death. Yes. Um, and then we also, later on in the episode, we have the police investigation. Uh, so... The aspect of the kind of, like, whodunit element of, okay, this woman died by someone she, like, kind of knows, and we, did, we later learn this is not the first of the killings, um, and other scenes throughout the episode I thought was very in the horror genre. Yes. Um, yeah. There's some, like, spooky shit going on. Um, a storm is raging, shadowy figures, lurking, mystery mail, knife... Knife, which they refer to as an athame. Right. And that, I was like, what did they say? Surely Michael will remember this. Yeah, athame. It basically just means like ritual dagger. Oh, I love it. 
It's a really like, well, you can't see me doing my like reptile, not reptile arms, my T-Rex arms, <laughs> but it's a very la-di-da way of saying. Um, I love it. We should say that more. Um, so yeah, a bitch gets murdered, a witch, no, a witch gets murdered. And then we cut to uh, this old house that looks like kind of haunted. Um, the Hallowell sisters live there. Well, at first, Piper and Prue. Uh, right. Um, yes. To be referred to in the future of the show as like Hallowell Manor. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of get a lot of exposition in terms of the sisters and what they're doing. Piper is younger than Prue. And she is looking for a job. Prue works and is... I feel like they, they do a lot of heavy lifting and establishing that Prue is the really responsible one and mm-hmm. made like, a lot of sacrifices, and that's why she's like this. Right, but, like, wouldn't you... Wouldn't that, like, attitude still carry on? Like, wouldn't you still want to be a maternal figure to your siblings? I don't know. Like, she just seems really bitter, really hateful. Seems to hate everything about everything. Um, she really does. She really does. Um, like, so I don't see any nurturing there. There's no nurturing. In fact, I feel like yeah. these girls would have ended up more fucked up because of her and maybe would have been better, like, you know, not under her care. That's how unpleasant right. she is to me. Um, Very fair. <laughs> we will learn later on. Uh, and I don't know if we... Doesn't, I don't think it really matters when we talk about the spoiler-free. But we'll learn that, like, their grandmother had a, played a very large role in them being raised. So, like, also Prue fucking relax. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, yeah, we get this scene between Prue and Piper. And that establishes a lot of the stuff that we, like, we, yeah. She has beef with the other... Prue has beef with the other sister, Phoebe, who is in New York. And their grandmother died a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the vibe. Yeah. Um, they also have a spirit board lying around, which is some foreshadowing, which I mean, like, is it foreshadowing when we know it's a show about witches? Um, yeah, yeah. I Did they even explain why that was around? No, it's just sitting there. <laughs> you know, it's like an old party trick, I guess. Like, they treat it like a game. Right, 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 right. We also learn that Piper is in, like, the culinary world, and she's kind of between yeah. jobs. Yeah. And we meet her boyfriend, Jeremy. Right, um, and Jeremy is the fucking worst. Like, Oh, dude, Jeremy... His name is Jeremy. Exactly. Never met a good Jeremy. No. I do like saying Jer. Jer. Come Jer. on, Jer. <laughs> I don't think I've ever known a Jeremy well enough to call him Jer. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair. I've, I've known a couple. Anyway, so... Her boyfriend is Jeremy, and he's investigating. He's doing, like, investigative journalism. I don't know. He's, like, talking to the police about the murder. Yeah, um, he works He works for the newspaper, we are led to believe, because through Charmed, at least I'm pretty sure the first season, they kind of really, re- like, not rely, but they focus a lot on, like, the police work also involved in some of these crimes. Yeah. And we meet this uh, dude. I honestly don't remember his name. Um that is, you know, the detective who, at the crime scene of this blonde lady, is instantly like, oh, okay, like, she's a witch, they do this, they do that. And his partner um, seems to be doing, like, everything he can to do, to, like, be bad at his job. You know what I mean? Because he's like, 
no, 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 like, it can't be this or it can't be that, da 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 And it's like, no, dude, like, yeah, you're ridiculing him for, like, looking into, like, witch stuff, but it also seems like you're just ignoring a lot of facts. Yeah, are, like, I mean, he doesn't, front believe, of your face. he doesn't believe in witches, though. Like, he thinks it's all just hocus-pocus. Yeah, but as, um, as lead white cop says... I believe in, like, people believing that they're witches. Right. And thus, you should believe it because this woman's dead. Yeah, someone might be crazy enough to kill a woman because they think she's a witch. 100%. But they kill happens. women for less. <laughs> they, yeah, this happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. They they have literally burned and put women uh, to a noose for that exact reason. Right. Um. So, yeah, I find this journalist Jeremy looks... Very sus, right off the back. Oh, 100 percentiles. And um, yeah, after this like little scene with the the police, we cut back to uh, Hallowell Manor, and this is where Piper talks about Phoebe coming back to live with them uh, and leaving New York. And obviously, right. Prue is like not having this. Like they haven't seen each other in months. Um, yeah. And Prue Which is like, so they yeah. they allude to something bad that Phoebe did, and when Phoebe kind of appears at the door because Piper you know just kind of sprung the news on Prue, you know it's a frosty reception and da na 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 na. And I don't know if it happens immediately, but at some point in the episode, um, Prue is like talking to Phoebe and she's being a huge bitch, and she's like, you know what you did. And, and then I think, like, shortly thereafter, Phoebe is like, listen, no matter what Roger told you, like, I didn't sleep with him. And then Prue is like, yes, you did. Uh, and then Phoebe's like, is that what he said? Because that's not what happened. And I was like, oh, like, you're not talking to your sister because your ex-boyfriend, I'm assuming, told you that she slept with him? I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know either. But Prue does seem like that kind of petty. Like, she was exactly. looking for a reason to hate Piper. Yeah, it seemed like I feel that Prue has a lot of pent-up resentment towards Phoebe because Phoebe, as the youngest, has gotten to be a little bit more carefree, gotten to a, bit, a little bit more lead her life, and Prue, as, you know, the mother hen responsibility thrust upon her, um, is a little bit bitter. She's mad bits, bro. Mad bits, bro. Yeah, um, yeah she needs to fucking relax. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Basically, yeah, Prue goes on about how she had to sacrifice her own childhood. Then we cut back to the cops, one of whom, the white one, the one who believes in the witch shit, his last name is Trudeau. Right, Inspector Trudeau. Yes. Which, yeah, I was like, oh, hey, oh, all right, sure. Right? Like, what a shout out. Yeah, exactly, what a shout out. They knew. I'm sure he was inspired by Pierre Elliott Trudeau. Yeah, I think so. Uh, They're like, the prime minister looks like someone who would believe in witches yeah or he uh, is a witch himself he I, you never know you never know <laughs> he, doesn't look, so. he doesn't look like a witch but you never know you never um, know <laughs> i think i was mistaking <laughs> him in my mind for jean chrétien oh jean chrétien looks more like a crone than he looks like a witch <laughs> you know what i mean yeah he looks like something i don't know what <laughs> yeah he looks like something over there <laughs> um so this is, I think, the part where we're back at the crime scene, and this is where Jeremy shows up um, with his little reporter notepad, and him and Inspector Trudeau really make some eye contact. Yes. 
they give each other the stare down. Mm-hmm. The, the eyeball. Very strong. A very strong eyeball moment. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think one tip off that like something is wrong with Jer Bear is that that cat from the murder scene, the like witch cat, um, yeah. appears and Trudeau is like pet. I, I mean, maybe Trudeau and the, and the witches have are in cahoots, maybe because Do the you cat. Do not know? I don't know. Trudeau oh. the cop. Trudeau the cop, yay! Because I guess. the cat, the cat appears and like Trudeau's petting it, and even though it's clawing everyone else, like the cat really likes him. That is true. Um, Trudeau. I took that in watching the episode because the the cat was like, "Yeah, all right, like you're chill with the witch shit." Um, <laughs> the cat knows. You, know, you can. The cat knows. The cat knows. The cat definitely knows. Uh, and this cat later appears at Hallowell Manor. I kind of forget when. Um, but it, by the point. end of the episode, the cat that cat's around. Yes, and like it is their cat now, unquestioned. Yeah, I think we get another cat. It also might turn into a human being at some point. I kind of forget. Yeah. Anyway, at some point, Piper, um, like, did Piper and Jeremy meet prior to this episode? I forget. Yes. So, um, as I think Phoebe and her have like a quick little convo, and she references. Because uh, Phoebe asks her, like, oh, how's Jeremy? And um, P- Piper's like, oh, very well. And she uh, incl- uh, tells the story of how they met, which was at their gra- when their grandmother first got, like, sick or whatever. She was at the hospital, and Jeremy was there working on a story, and they happened to run into each other. Where, like, he, like, gave her her number or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've been dating for, like, six months, I believe it was said. Okay. Which is um... a long time. It's a long time. Jeremy's out here playing the long game. Yeah, he's long con in it over here. Yeah. But he doesn't use it to his advantage really at all. I mean, I guess... Oh, zero percent. I guess, like, he knew this whole time that they're, like, latent witches. But he couldn't really do anything about it until their powers were activated. That's the understanding I got. Like, there was nothing to gain from them until their powers were released or whatever. Um, so I, like, I give him some, I guess, I guess I give him some credit for being, like, the first guy on hand to try to get in there. Mm-hmm. But, um, he really fucked up. Yeah. He, he, like, is a terrible demon, to be honest. Oh. Like, I, I, don't even... think a, I don't think he's a demon. I think he's a warlock. Oh, right. He's a warlock. What's the difference? This is my first demon question. Yes. As they briefly explain in the episode, essentially, at least in the Charmed verse, a warlock is an evil witch who will kill witches to gain their powers. Um, Also in the Charmed verse, they kind of have like a, a little bit of a loose rule that every witch or like magical person kind of has like a specific power. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of being able to do spells and potions and stuff, uh, and actually this leads into kind of what Phoebe discovers, um, in the attic, uh, no, 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 what happens is they're doing the whole spirit board thing, because Phoebe yes. on a lark is like, oh, let's do the little spirit board, and, uh. <laughs> it's just casually sitting there, even then, though none of them believe in it. Exactly. She's like, oh, yeah, remember when we used to do this? It's like, sure, that happened, whatever. Uh, and she's moving it around, her and Piper, but then it starts going off the off the walls. No one believes her at first, 
But then she, sh like, you know, it's moving on its own and it spells out attic. So her investing the, investigating the attic also kind of played out like a horror movie because it's very dark and stormy outside. Yeah. And some random shit is happening. Um, there Phoebe finds what we will now, what we now know as the Book of Shadows. And that tells her of, like, this prophecy of these three sisters, the charmed ones. They're fated to be the most powerful witches ever. And they each have, like, a specific power. Um, moving things, stopping time, and seeing the future. Yes. Um, what power would you want to have? So, if we're going episode one, what we know, definitely moving things with my mind. But... In the future, I would want to have Piper's powers. Yeah, I think being able to freeze time is such a great power. So, point of clarity here. Um, technically, she doesn't freeze time. She freezes all of the molecules in a designated space, so mm -hmm. they stop moving. Uh-huh. But time so is time's still, still flowing, Yes. But, like, in that moment, she can, like, freeze an opponent and, um, like, to her advantage. If, like, she's in a jam, she can, like, you know. For sure, for sure. If, like, get out she's of the way gonna, while. Yeah, if she's, like, going to crash into something, she can stop time or at least stop the car that she's driving and then get the fuck out of there. Mm. Um, That's pretty dope. It is very, very useful. Uh, and, of course, Phoebe's is the worst, which is, like, telling. The near future. Well, yeah, the, like five minutes from now, or like yeah. three minutes. Which like from forces now. her to get into like a very like low stakes biking injury. It was such a like, it was a weird scene. Yeah, someone was gonna get hit. A couple of cyclists were gonna get hit by a car, and then she like stopped them in time. Yeah, because and, but then because she also hurt vision. herself. Yeah, so. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Weird exactly. flags, so, but okay. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, as we're, um, as Phoebe learns all of this, and Phoebe, from the get-go, is like, oh, this is us. We are the Charmed Ones. Get ready to have magical powers. And Prue and Piper are like, this is fucking ridiculous. What are you talking about? Uh, until the next day starts, and their powers are released, and they're going about their day, and via various mishaps, discover that they have these abilities. Yes. Various mishaps. One yeah, being like, with Prue and her asshole ex, who she right. works for. Dude, uh, that, Roger. all of those scenes with Roger, I didn't understand what was happening. Um, so, so what happened? So she's an art curator, first of all. And like yes. Roger is the director of the gallery or something. Like sure above her somehow, yes. Um, but then and... there are also the people who are above him that he's taking credit for something for. I don't know, but he did something, and she's mad about it. Did he? Did he? No, she broke off the engagement. Right, which I guess we're gonna assume is because he told her that Phoebe slept with him. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I don't, I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that makes sense. I think that, but he's he's being an asshole to her. He really is. He for really no is. reason. When yeah, because I guess he is angry or like wants to take it out on her that uh, she broke up with him. So he's using his power over her to like basically fuck over her career. 
Um, Listen, I said it once and I said it again. Uh, Mad bitter, mad bits, bro. <laughs> mad bits, bro. <laughs> mad bits over here. Uh, yeah, but she uses in this moment, like inadvertently, she like, like the pen. She makes the pen in his pocket explode, and then right, like, the ink right. squirts all over his face. Um, Later, she'll choke him with his own tie. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's that uh, really showed him. It really did. Almost killed him too. <laughs> I think part of this also is I miss, I don't I'm not sure if this is the first season first scene with them two or the subsequent ones. Uh, but Prue, who has curated this brand new exhibit that the higher ups love, is essentially not going to get the credit for it, and mm-hmm. Roger's basically taking the credit for it. Roger kind of telling her. Like, hey, what's good for me is good for you. So, like, shut the fuck up about it. Kind of being a real sleazeball. Yeah, so sleazy. So sleazy. Um, At the same time, uh, Piper discovers her power for freezing time. uh, Or freezing molecules and objects. Freezing things in place. I think it's more accurate. Yes. Um, She discovers this when she has her interview uh, at a restaurant with a chef. And Dude, she's okay, like trying to okay. cook something. Can we talk about what, like, I'm sure whatever the fuck she is cooking does not exist. Because <laughs> what, what anything tastes best with freshly squeezed wine on top? I don't know. Was it a dessert or was it, like, what was it? I don't know what it was. So, yeah, listener just had the scene. Piper is doing some sort of, like, audition recipe for some vaguely Italian restaurant, maybe. And the last step includes her pouring, like, half a cup of port, I believe, on top of whatever it is. And, like, again, I get port is a sweet wine. But I I just just don't think there's a dish where, like, the final step is, like, yeah, just dump half a glass in there. But maybe it's a reduction. Because it wasn't wasn't a half a glass. It was, like, literally a squeeze from a baby. Well, no, but that was because he was only taking a bite. Oh. That's true. Yeah. And if it was a reduction, we would have seen her not pouring from the bottle into the cup to measure. It would have been out of a pan into the cup to, like, measure how much of the reduction you have to add or whatever. All right. All right. You cook. You get it. Yeah. Listen, I cook and I read books about demons and stuff. So, um, this is my wheelhouse. Like, yeah, this is, and we can't get anything past you, Orifice. Yeah, man, <laughs> uh, I'm a lot of holes, but they're all closed. <laughs> Love it. Um, so I think she gets the job. She gets the job because she gets the job because the yeah, chef, she, chef is raving about it. It's like, this right, is because so delicious. She accidentally stops time as soon as he's about to take a bite and then, like, squeeze a little bit on. Um, and yeah. I, I, I still feel she's, like, a little bit, like, uh, reluctant to believe that she has magical powers. Like, dude, you literally, I mean, you effectively stopped time. Come on. Um, yeah, you, you stop time. That's, you stop something. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Again, as opposed to Phoebe, who from the get-go is very much like, oh yeah, we have magical powers. Right. What um, do you think your reaction would be? To having magical powers? Well, no, not to having magical powers, but like, let's say you were Piper or Prue in the situation, and 
someone's telling you, like, yo, dude, like, yeah, you're part of a fucking prophecy, and, like, you're definitely gonna get magical powers, would you buy into it immediately, or would you be like, that's fucking stupid? Um, I think I would buy into it, but I would, like, not be super happy about it, necessarily. I'd feel very ambivalent, because, you know, with these great powers that I'm just starting to learn about, there are probably, like, untold dangers that I'm not aware of, right? So, like, who's, you know, with these powers, I feel like it's going to attract certain things, and I don't know what it would attract. That's what I would be concerned about. That's sensible. I'm also surprised you didn't say with these pow- with these great powers comes, comes great responsibility. Great responsibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I was shocked. I was waiting for it. Um, personally, I would be hella on board from the get-go, and I'd be like, yes, this is what I've been waiting for all of my life. Um, yeah, that makes sense. But what if you get a stupid yeah. power? Like you can, uh, your tongue can roll out like a, like a red carpet. Listen, no matter the power, I would find a very cool use for it. If that was the case, I had a very, very grossly long tongue. <laughs> I would learn to like use it like a whip or something <laughs> with my, with my hand. I would lasso people with my tongue and the tongue is the strongest muscle. So once I grab you, you fucked. Yeah, and then you would get to taste them. And then... Exactly, which would be great. And then through <laughs> that, you know, read their minds. If I'd lick their brains. Sure. <laughs> Actually, I like that a lot. Me too. Like, Yo, as, the latch, <laughs> as soon as the tongue wraps around you, it like, cuts to like your mind, like your eyeballs <laughs> rolling in the back of your head. Exactly, exactly, exactly. It's like, I tasted all of you. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Put it in the uh, bank. Put it in the bank. Um, spank bank. Um, yeah, exactly. Is that what you meant? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, anyway, basically, Phoebe is super on board with this, as as you said, and, like, she's, like, reading all the literature, doing her, getting her education. Oh, she's uh, getting educated hardcore. And she discovers the Book of Shadows. So right, well, is... yeah, she had already kind of discovered it, because that was, like, I think the thing that she read out of it, but yeah. I think she gets more of a handle of, like, what it is and what it means. Yeah. Right. Um, so they realize that they are no longer safe um, now that they are no longer in the dark about their powers. Like like I said, with great powers come great responsibility. Um, like, someone's probably going to try to kill a bitch, try to kill a witch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm surprised that's your initial reaction. You'd be like, "Oh, now I have power. Now someone's gonna gonna." Well, come obviously, I would assume me. warlocks would come to get me. Like, well, yeah, but I, that's only because you've watched the Charmed episode that we're just talking about <laughs> <right> now. <laughs> I mean, I learn things from things that I watch, right? Yeah, fair, 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 fair. Same, 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 same. Um. So yeah. In the meantime, Piper is kind of talking about, like, all the weird things that are happening to her lately to Jeremy. Unbeknownst to her, Jeremy is right. a warlock. And so... Yeah. Hello, warlock. And, like, warlock and pop. Yeah. War, <laughs> pop and warlock. War, pop and lock. Pop and warlock, exactly. Um, yeah. So, anyway, eventually, um, I guess while they're on a date or at some point, Jeremy... Turns oh, a knife yeah, yeah, on Piper. yeah, 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 because he's, um, they're like getting in a cab and they're going somewhere, and Jeremy's like to the cab driver, like, oh, take the next stop over like 49th. 
And Piper says, aren't we going back to your place? And then he says creepily, there's something I want to show you first. And then takes her to her, like, an abandoned building or something and, like, tries to stab her. Yeah. I don't know how mm-hmm. she gave him the slip, though. So, one, I want to comment on the very, very gay way that Jeremy holds that fucking knife. Like, I get it, it's an athame, and, like, it's very la-di-da, but, like, you don't have to hold it with, like, your two fing- front fingers and, like, lift your pinky up. You know what I mean? Anyway. <laughs> if you look at his gripping of that knife, it it wasn't, it didn't give me mask vibes. He's uh, gingerly, gingerly holding it. Gingerly. Yeah, it's a ceremonial break. Anyways, but uh, Piper gets away by freezing him in place and then getting out of, the, like, the, the storage elevator that they're in. Uh, because, despite Jeremy's, um, you know, weirdly demonic voice we hear later, he's still hashtag lower level, because, as we'll learn later, Piper can't freeze high-level bitches. No, I guess she can't. Um, she can't, but yet. a low-level bitch like this guy, she can't. Um, can, is she able to in the future, as her powers grow? There's, like, a ranking. Like, they kind of... I'm pretty sure they use, like, the very vague terminology of, like, upper level. Like, an upper level demon can't be frozen, but, like, a minion type can be frozen. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think warlocks can be frozen because they're still technically human. Yeah. He didn't really seem that impressive. No, 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 no. I think he just, like, you know, talked a big game, and then afterwards when they, like, make a hurricane to kill him, it's, uh, (laughs) it's a good time. Um, so, yeah, um, he basically, like, follows them back to their place, right? He, like, Piper runs home, or they all run home. Anyway, at one point, they're, like, they decide to run into the attic, which to me, I'm, like, if you're trying to flee a bitch, would you run into an attic? Um, Also, wouldn't you call the, well, I guess they wouldn't call the cops because they know magic shit's going on. Yeah. Um... Yeah, wouldn't you call the cops? That's a great Yeah, question. so yeah, again, they flee the attic, and I actually miss this line from Prue, because Prue kind of stays downstairs and, like, beats him up with looking at him and, like, throwing telekinetic bolts at him or the like. Um, but then Prue kind of runs away, and she, I, I don't know what the line she makes, something to the effect of, like, I wish our powers were stronger or whatever, because I was like, dude, I mean, you were knocking him into walls and stuff. It seemed like you were doing a good job. Yes. Um, yeah, they're kicking ass for their first magic fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really did a good job. Um, to the point where it was a little sus, you know? But anyway. it, was a little, it was a little sus because, yeah, they get to the attic and they lock all the door, they lock the door to the attic, and Jeremy, you know, is being all menacing from behind the door, and the three witchsters are like, oh, okay, we'll just keep chanting this line that we heard one time, that being, the power of three will set us free, which, dear listener, this is not the first, la- no, this is not the last time we'll hear that. Yes. Definitely not the last time. And as someone who's in a thruple, like, this has given, this has new meaning to me. Oh, do you say that as, like, you're all, like, uniformly coming? <laughs> I'm gonna say it from now on. Okay, okay, as long as you're I starting legit, ASAP. I legit forgot about, I forgot about this line. Like, I forgot everything about this show, except that, like, 
the cast was in it. But, like, yeah, The Power of Three Little <laughs> guess... Menace Three, I will say it all the time now. Oh, it's a great line. It's a great Especially line. Especially when I'm coming, um, like, yeah. three, in a three-way. Yeah, 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 in a three-way, exactly, exactly. Um, that's some potent magic right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the last time I really did a watch-through of this show was in, like, undergrad. But for whatever... Oh, no. For various reasons, I still remember a lot about it. Um, yeah. Good shit, good shit. Good shit. So, yeah, What is the... That... Was it the craft where they're, like, lighter... Light as a feather, stiff as a board? Stiff as a board? Yeah, that's the craft. Yeah. Classic Uh, craft. Anyway, you were saying? Uh, what was I saying? Um, yeah. So, the, um, the sisters destroy Jeremy with a hurricane that's in their attic or whatever, uh, and he explodes. Uh, they conjure uh, it. They conjured it, yeah. The power of three set them free, and he exploded, and uh, um, I don't know if his, like, final line is something to the effect of, like, I won't be the last, or, like, it's only just started, or something like that. <laughs> uh, okay, bye, bitch. Yes, like, go die later. Or you literally just exploded, so... Yeah, you no uh, longer exist, so... Yeah, exactly. Sucks um, suck. I feel like we get a final... Oh, yeah, we get a final thing with, like, Prue who quits her job. Um, maybe that was earlier in the episode, but Prue's basically like the Roger, like, fuck this noise. Uh, I'm, like, the real talent here, so I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Yes. And by the end of the episode, she still quit, and we hear Roger, like, leaving her messages. I'm like, hey, let's talk about this. But, um, yeah, the final, I think, I think scene is we get cop guy, Inspector Trudeau, uh, as he's named, he's probably Canadian, um, who at one point we learned had a past connection to Peru, and it's not, like, completely revealed, but it's very, very strongly hinted at that they were, you know, an item in long days past, and he recently moved back from... Chicago, I don't know, some other American city, doing cop stuff. And uh, they're, like, rekindling their relationship. And he came in, he's coming by to check up on her, and they have a little bit of flirtatious action. Yes, they do. And, like, that's why I think he's a witch sympathizer, a witch simp. Oh, yeah, he's mad simp. Mad simp. Soup, soup simp. Hard. Soup simp. Bart Simpsons. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, and that cat from the beginning, it's now theirs. Right, right, right. Um, right. The cat in the mix, the cat in the mix. And he has, uh, that, um, we'll see this symbol a lot. It's, like, three petal-shaped things kind of interwoven with, like, a circle between them. Yeah. It's pretty hot. It's like a three-headed vagina. You're not wrong. Uh. (laughs) I just pulled that out of my ass. Pulled that out of my vagina. Exactly. Um. You're three in one vagina. Uh, <laughs> the three in one is a long-standing trope of witchcraft. We like witches love their threes, right? I mean, it makes sense somehow. Oh yeah, explain. <laughs> um, like a triangle is the straight, the the strongest shape, and it has three sides. We do love um, a triangle. The holy trinity, um, triptychs, triptychs. Well, I would say, if anything, um, the idea of, like, tripart deities well predates the whole trinity. Right. So, 
Like, what is the, the, what is the, what is that? <laughs> That's a non-Catholic. <laughs> like, something, the, the ghost. Well, the, so, no, so, so, yeah, the Holy Trinity in Catholicism is Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit. Right. Um, which unto itself, like, like, what? What the fuck is the Holy Spirit? <laughs> yeah, what Anyways. is the Holy Spirit? Is that not God? Like, what is the Holy Spirit? The, 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 the answer is, they're all God, but also not uh, most Christians and or Catholics would not be able to tell you what the Holy Spirit is. Some people say it's like the manifestation of the love between God and humanity or some gay shit like that. It's very ill-defined. Um, yeah. But the idea is it's like the manifestation of the same God in three different forms, which does, like uh, Hecate was a tripart moon goddess. There's been a lot of them over the years. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I mean, yeah, there's something sexy about three. Like, two is too few, right? Yeah, two, what are you going to do? Just two. <laughs> three two will few. set you free. Three, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you're, you're fucking free. Free your mind. Yeah. And like I said, as someone is a tri- in a triad, I feel very protective of this notion that three is somehow important or good or powerful um, i would say it's death's powerful um yeah i'm some wondering it's too much <laughs> yeah some might say too much um i'm wondering do you go through stages as what you call yourself when you're in like a tripart relationship do you start with like thruple and then go trio and then go triad and then like triumvirate and then trinity <laughs> i mean i think we should do that more often i mean we either switch from triad to thruple um, I mean, Listen, triad, you... it felt like when we were in the earlier stages of dating, but I, like, it also makes us sound like we're like a criminal organization. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Which I kind of love. Of like, course. Oh, I feel of like tri- that's when we're wearing latex or doing Kung Fu in like yeah, an under yeah. an underpass or something. Exactly. It's exactly. like a parking like a, lot. a sushi restaurant, <laughs> a, a, a parking lot for a sushi restaurant. <laughs> and then a thruple has become the thing we say more. But then, yeah, Holy Trinity, we make jokes about that. Um, Listen, what I'm saying is, workshop, see how it goes with triumvirate. It's a more <laughs> seldom used term for, like, three things. I love it. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. Um, I'll try that one out. For planning a trip to the Bermuda Triangle. Um, oh, when two <laughs> triangles collide. Right, like, either we're just going to die, like epically or like the triangle the Bermuda triangle would like converge with our triangle and then like I don't know what'll happen it'll be a lot well you'll so. achieve triangularity <laughs> obviously yeah we'll triangulate that bitch yeah exactly you'll all be triangulating Ooh. it'd be too much it'd be too much simply too many triangles um anyway um we're at the end of this episode of Charmed I really liked watching this and dude it was it. good it was a 90s throwback it yeah. it has some like good fight like family dynamics yeah um it's still kind of like cheesy which i like and i feel it aged well it's yeah, cheesy actually, but it right. aged well that is true that is true i'll give some credit i'll give some credit um when i was doing research apparently like charmed was like very often like second to seventh heaven on WB in terms of, like, ratings. The actual And thought. that was, exactly. Seventh Time was one of those shows. Anytime, and, like, you're talking to someone 
who literally grew up on television. But when Seventh Heaven was on, I was like, this shit's too boring for me. <laughs> I, I changed the channel at every opportunity. Do you remember um, Touched by an Angel? Oh, I love that show. Great show. Did you love it? I like, can't I, remember it at all. I really remember liking more than a few episodes of the episodes that I've seen. And I haven't watched the show in like literally years, if not decades. But I think it would also hold up pretty well. Because it's kind of like a procedural a procedural cop show. Like, every show, every episode follows the same formula. Um, yeah. Except, like, they're trying to find which angel touched you. Exactly. <laughs> it's like uh, Law & Order SVU, but with angels. <laughs> which angel fucking molested you? Yeah, which angel put their finger up in your little halo over there? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anything, uh, anything else you want to say about the nope, the first nope, episode of Charm? No, nope, nope. I look forward to the next one. I feel like this can replace Jem in some certain like some sort of way. Yeah, this wacky is nonsense. Than this is better than Jem. Yeah, this is much better than Jem. Yeah, but there is some there's some low points in the Charmed tenure that truly go towards the realm of camp that I'm very excited for. Yeah, um, I remember. Piper became a mermaid in one episode? No, Phoebe becomes a mermaid. At Phoebe. one point, Piper does do, like, a Coyote Ugly-style thing on a bar for some reason. They meet <laughs> leprechauns. It's a lot. It sounds great. I can't wait. Um, anyway, uh, if you enjoyed what you heard, uh, good for you. Yeah, good uh, job. I you fucking have taste. <laughs> Our Tyler Perry social medias are, you know, at an all-time low. Yeah, exactly. Um, but one day we'll get that kicked back up. But in the meantime, check us out on gemgirls.com for yeah, witty pros little... and um, hilarity. Hilarity, uh, witty pros, and just those two things. Um, and also be sure to rate us and review us wherever you find podcasts. And as we always say, by rate us and review us, what we actually mean. And like, you can bust out the little decoder ring you've got in your box of gem girls this morning what it actually means is five stars and a positive review because that is the podcast policy the podcast paul the, the pod um, paul yeah the pod paul the pod ron paul uh <laughs> why are we talking about ron paul we really should never ever uh anyways with um all of that said and done until next time stay stay outrageous, outrageous. Bye. bye i'm so charmed my life is so charmed no. Charm. Charm to mean Jim. No. Charm, darling. I'm Prince Charming.